ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. down this wall. Oh, the band is out on the field! He's gonna go into the end zone! And what you gonna do when Hulkamania? Say no to drugs. Eat my shorts. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and children of all ages, hello and welcome to the Bastards of Babylon podcast, yeah, episode yeah. number 15. Kintse. Mm. Oh, mm. Longhorn, how many different quinceañeras have you crashed uh-huh. in your day? I'm sorry, I don't speak Spanish, uh, so... <laughs> Is that where you? Is that when the Mexican people say that she's a she's a woman now and she's she's able to what's taking her so long to get pregnant? Basically. Basically, yeah. So they don't do the sweet sixteen; they do the quinceañeras at their fifteenth birthday. Mm-hmm. So that's their big like, celebration. Come on. It's, it's time! It's time to get prego. We need we need we need some help in the kitchen. <laughs> the funny part about going to those is, uh, which you know, as the resident Catholic, I've been to many. Um, uh-huh. the funniest part is like, like you said, it's kind of like their celebration of womanhood yet. It's still 14 and 15 year old boys, which at that age, uh, at those type of parties, we like to stand against the wall amongst ourselves and nobody, you know, has the fuevos to cross the room and, uh, dance with any of the, uh, chiquitas. So it's mostly the girls trying to drag the boys out onto the dance floor and have a good time, and the boys are mm-hmm. not wanting no part of it because... Are those parties just for girls? No, no, no. Everybody's are there. They do them for the boys, too? No, no. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, the boys do not celebrate that. No, yeah, that is, that okay, is just, so it's just the girls. a female thing, yes. But gotcha. boys are obviously invited to the party as the whole family right. is there. I mean, it's like, you know, it's kind of like a bar mitzvah <clears throat> just for Mexican people. I love the Mexican culture, by the way. I fucking... Oh, I've always loved the Mexican time. culture. They're a good yeah, fucking time, I've no doubt. Grown up with lots of Mexican friends. Uh, town I grew up in, it was, it was a lot of Mexican. It was, it was almost, I mean, felt like just as many Mexican people as white. Uh, so yeah, the Mexican food is awesome. The Mexican music is awesome. Uh, you know, they're they're very hardworking people. They they like to they like to party as hard as they as hard as they work. And uh, that's that sounds pretty okay to me, man. It's pretty okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, I think that was one of, I think there might have been four white kids in my CCD class growing up, uh, which, if you don't know, that's the Catholic version of Sunday school class, CCD. Um, Mm. So, yeah, I think it was about one of four white kids in CCD. So, yeah, a lot of uh, immersion into the uh, Spanish and Mexican culture, which, like I said, it was always a good time, uh, but it's just funny. That's where your white privilege started. That's, that's it, where it was. That's where the genesis of your white privilege was cultivated, right there yeah. in a classroom surrounded by Hispanics. That's that's where it started. We now Definitely. we know. Definitely. Now we know. Especially when like half of them were named after the guy we're there to learn about. So 
you know. Hey, Jesus. <laughs> Actually, we, uh, you know, if your name Jesus and um, if your name Jesus and you're Mexican, most all your buddies call you Chewy. So if you didn't know that, that's a, that's a new one for me. A new yeah, one for me. So if you hear somebody call anyway Chewy, that guy's name is Jesus. So anyway, uh, what's going on in your world, buddy? Well, I'm trying to think of the many plethora of stories I have here and how I can transition to into what we Spanish were just talking about. Plethora. How about since we were talking about Jesus? Did you did you have you ever heard the word plethora? <laughs> Do you know what it means? Plethora. I don't in know a, what movie that's all, from, but I know it's a movie. Spanish movies. Did you ever hear the word plethora? Plethora. I think what movie? I forgot. I, th I think I think it's a small plant. <laughs> the three amigos what's the movie god every time you do i need to watch three amigos because i'm i keep would, getting would burned on the I three amigos a, references would you say i have a plethora of pinatas <laughs> yes of course. You, you have a plethora heavy do you know so, what you know what plethora means no mm. guapo i do not know <laughs> <laughs> no i do not <laughs> so Speaking of a plethora of godlike uh, figures, our good old pal, our favorite punching boy, Dr. Fauci, has inserted himself into the news once again. Have you have you heard of the Fauci effect, Bocephus? Are you aware of the Fauci effect? No, I was aware that he's out throwing out uh, opening pitches to baseball games, and yet he can't throw a ball. Uh, more than 20 feet, so I'm not sure what we're doing there. But Okay, so apparently, because you know he can't, Fauci cannot go more than, um, I mean, I think the week, a week is the longest we've ever seen him out of the spotlight. And if he's out of the spotlight, he starts to get the shakes, kind of like a, an AIDS patient or a monkeypox or something, and he just can't handle it. He's got to get, he's got to insert himself back into the news cycle. So now there's something called the Fauci effect. And if you're wondering where the Fauci effect came from, it came from Fauci. He self-proclaimed self Fauci effect. And I'm just going to read a quote directly from Fauci. Um, I'm not going to do it in Fauci voice because it's a little, it's, 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 I don't know, it's a little long. I'll do it in regular voice first. And then we can pick it apart maybe and, and throw some impersonations. So it's called, well, listen, you dirty swine. It's called the Felchie effect, and, um, which is sort of like, you know, which is sort of like, you know, trust me, I don't get excited about that. Just despite trying to, uh, uh, oh, sorry, that was that was the writer saying that people go to medical medical school now. People are interested in science. Not because of me, because most people don't know me, who I am. It's what I symbolize. Uh, he continued. And what I symbolize in an era of normalization of untruths and lies and all of the things you're seeing going on in society from January 6th to everything else that goes on, people are craving for consistency, for integrity, for truth, and for people caring about people. That literally came out of Dr. Fauci's mouth. Uh, what I symbolize in an era of the normalization of untruth and lies and all the things you're seeing going on in society from January 6th to everything else that goes on, people are craving for consistency, mm -hmm. integrity, mm -hmm. and for the truth for the people caring about people. Hmm. Bozivas, I would like for you to, to specifically focus on the words consistency, integrity, truth, and caring about people. Do you have any 
does anything come to mind that might contradict the quote unquote Fauci effect? What do you think? Uh, yeah, I think uh, if you listen to how it, long is the list? The montage <laughs> that gets put together about his uh, suggestion on masks to no mask to mask to no mask to him stating that uh, he would never recommend mandating uh, so-called vaccines to mandating mm -mm, vaccines uh, to him Oops, sorry. he would not mandate um, any sort of passports or any sort of travel bans without people we would never yeah until then he did mandate all of that uh, and I changed my mind we're gonna go ahead and do that uh, to children not having to wear a mask to children not being you know no do not need to be vaccinated to children mm -hmm. have to absolutely be vaccinated and wear a mask so they're all mm -hmm. going to die or at least kill their teachers. And, yeah, I mean, the list goes on and on. He acts like there's not an internet by mm -hmm. saying that. Like, there's no <laughs> proof. Well, he's well, like no 9 million years tapes. old. He's 9 million years old. Does he realize that those bright lights in front of him and that weird-looking uh, machinery is a, is a camera? Yeah, but I don't know. Maybe he's just used to, like, you know, because... A lot of people don't, a lot of you boys and girls don't know this, but back in the day, there was no such thing as a rerun. Um, you taped a t television show in front of a live audience and it aired one time, and then it, you never saw that program <laughs> again. All right. And the first right. rerun actually was uh, <clears throat> bought, it was by Desilu Productions, and they actually didn't own the tapes. Uh, whatever the studio was did, and that was the most brilliant thing Desi Arnaz did. It's like, hey, can I just have the tapes? I just like to have the tapes for my own collection. If you guys don't mind, they're like, yeah, we don't give a fuck about these stupid tapes. Take all this bullshit. And then, of course, mm -hmm, yeah. uh, he turned into reruns and syndication, and then the rest is history. But I, I, I understand that uh, Fauci grew up in that era, and he sounds like uh, mm -hmm. Ralph Cramden when you do his voice, for sure. <laughs> One of these days. One of these days. <laughs> Trump, uh -huh. boom, right to the moon. He's probably that's probably what he fucking yeah. was thinking in his head. But I mean, he a dude that loves his press enough. You know the dude watches himself on television. Like you know he watches himself on television. <clears throat> he has to. So he knows he what to. he's said and what he hasn't said. Like I guess that's just a great synopsis. That's how dumb that they really think the American people are. That. They'll just forget that they said all that shit and whatever the last thing is. And, that's what the fuck and how in the bag and how in the bag, this whoever he was talking to, whoever, it was probably a group of people. No one raised their hand and said, um, listen, uh, sorry to, I mean, just one quick question, doctor. Um, you contradicted yourself quite a bit. You just went through the entire list. Um, how, how does that coincide with consistency integrity and the truth for and caring for all people i don't know and then what about the uh the whole nursing home he knew that he knew what that would do to all those nursing home people and he yeah. stood right shoulder to shoulder with all those politicians that that stuck those sick people right into nursing homes he knew damn good and well what it was going to do to them and uh he did it anyway because you know listen here you swine you you filthy dirty you animals I, I i'm fauci you will listen to me and uh i will not be questioned by you or senator paul none of you can question me because i am after all a doctor <laughs> yeah
I don't, and then, I mean, on top of it, the CDC just put out their newest recommendations, which they said, uh, yeah, you don't need to quarantine, you don't need to wear a mask, you don't need to stay away from anybody, you don't have to not go to work, you don't have to not travel, if you catch COVID, just go about your life, you're fine, just keep on fucking living. It won't, that won't hold, you watch, it'll still happen uh, as we get into the, like, the fall and the winter, and, and obviously we all know viruses in the fall and the winter. People are inside, they're touching their face, it's going to spread. And you watch, this shit's going to kick right back up. It's going to be like, well, we got the green zones, and we got the orange zones, and, and you got to pay attention to the outbreaks, and, you know, just listen to me, and I'll tell you where the zones are. And just just listen, you swine. I'm going to stop the outbreak. I'm Dr. Fauci. It's going to come back. And it's up to us, all of us collectively, to say, fuck off. We're not playing that game anymore. So that's the only way we stop it. Yeah, and I think a lot of people are, uh, even in California, they tried to bring back the mask, I think, for L.A., and they you know, basically threw a goddamn fit and threatened to recall, I don't know who it was, and they took that away pretty much immediately. And here's, I saw a funny-ass video of uh, old Joe today. He went to sign the... Uh, Joe! He went to sign the whatever the fuck they're calling that bullshit bill. His... His next trillion dollar bill. Yeah. And just, uh, here's another trillion. So he walks in. This, this video is actually hilarious. And it's only like a minute of it. Because it's like a compilation I saw. So he walks in in a mask. <clears throat> no reason. Walks in in yeah, a mask. Still doing it. Sits down to sign <laughs> the bill. Takes down the mask. Immediately as he sits down takes on the mask. <clears throat> coughs into his hand. <laughs> Sorry. Coughed into his right hand. <clears throat> Coughs into his right oh, hand. Oh, man. Takes the pen, signs the bill, oh, and said pen that he just coughed Oh, in the my hand God. To a dude standing there. There you then, go. Here's my, here's my AIDS pen. Yeah, and then gets up, <laughs> puts his mask back on, and then shakes everybody's hand with the same hand that oh, he just yeah. fucking coughed in. Even though his old-ass bird wife has <sighs> fucking COVID, he just had it twice. Which, again, I don't give a fuck, but it's this the oh, hilarious theater that... Oh, I'm going to wear a mask. I'm going to take it down. And I mean, like, within seconds, coughs directly into the hand that he's about to sign the fucking bill with. Which, if that ain't fucking symbolism, I don't know what it is. All that fresh air hit him. He pulled his mask down. They they make that poor old man wear his mask everywhere. All that fresh air hit him, and he's like, oh, fuck, God, I don't know what to do. (laughs) And he just started coughing everywhere because that beautiful fresh air hit him. Well, and then the saddest part, though, was like, in between that, he signs the bill. Everybody's standing around clapping, and he literally looks up and he's got this glazed look on his face and a half smile. Like, did I do a good mm. thing? Am I a good oh, boy? Man. Am I a good boy? That's a whole nother topic. And he hands That's a whole nother topic. He, he like just glazed over, kind of smiles, just holding the pen out for anybody mm-hmm. to grab. And they're all clapping, and they look down. It's like, <clears> oh shit, he's trying to hand. So he handed us a pen. So I'm grab this pen now. Like, oh, <laughs> uh, it's. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. Yeah, we've we've talked about we've worse. talked about that before. It's getting a yeah. lot worse well, though. And it's again, like we've said, anybody that's gone through this that has watched people deteriorate through this, this is I mean, it is identical to what a lot of us have watched with our older family members. It's it's I mean, it's not even it is funny because he's such a douchebag and it's hard to feel sorry about him as a person because he's he's just a immoral, yeah, you still empty, have, you still have empathy. evil person. You still have empathy for, for the situation. Sure. 
and he should never been put in, put in the situation. He's being no. used as a pawn. Yeah. Uh, but but again, the signs. I mean, it's it's it does not get better when it goes down this road. Anybody will tell you that's gone through this. You're watching a downhill slide, and it can take years. So it's not like I'm saying I don't think he'll make it to the end of this presidency, uh, because it does take. You know, it, it's a gradual decline, but it can take a while. I've seen it take a really long time, and I've seen it go really fucking fast. So it's just one of those things where everybody's a little bit different, but it doesn't get better. So what you're seeing now is the best every day. Every So what you're saying is every day is the worst day of your life. Yes, every day is the worst day of Joe, Biden, Joe Biden's life, and it's going to continuously get worse and worse every single day. Oh, man, day. that's messed up. <laughs> that's fucked up. That's fucked up. <laughs> that is fucked up. Deeper and deeper. <laughs> so, all right, let's tie a bow on, on Dr. Fauci and his, and his ridiculous. So, all right, you know what? I'm going to move on to this because this is something that I really want to make sure gets at the front of this podcast because – it's something that's going to get popular over mm, weeks, months, who knows how long it takes. <clears throat> Bo Sivas, have you heard the term? Let me share pronounce this right. Stochastic terrorism. Stochastic terrorism. I have not heard that term. Okay. All you, as Bo Sivas likes to say, all you boys and girls out there, listen up. The word <laughs> stat- stochastic terrorism is going to be a buzzword that you're going to hear over the next it'll, it might take a week it might take a month for you know the aocs and the fucking kamala harris to to, to stumble on and start going for her? that's not going so well is it well again but but when latinx first came out it was underground and then more and more people started saying this bullshit and it just it just kept growing and growing eventually gets to the the higher ends the aocs the kamalas and the joe joe biden's Stochastic terrorism. Let me let me read you the definition because it's the new buzzword for the woke left. The public demonization of a person or a group resulting in the incitement of a violent act, which is statistically probable, but whose specifics cannot be predicted. Now that's a bunch of word jambalaya that means nothing, much like everything else that the left does. It means nothing. It proves nothing. So basically, let me read it again. The public demonization of a person or group mm-hmm. resulting in the incitement of a violent act, which statistically, which is statistically probable, but who, but specifics can't be predicted. <laughs> so basically, to put it in layman's terms, it's it's if we say something about the trans community, okay, and a trans uh, act of act of violence is done to a trans person, we are stochastic terrorist we're not linked up with this person directly uh but like it says we don't have to be um it's just we are resulting in the incitement of a violent act even though it's not linked up we're part of the problem so stochastic terrorist it's the new buzzword you'll hear it eventually um but yeah it's means nothing it means absolutely nothing wouldn't the left oh you're you're gonna try to make sense of this i love this go ahead well wouldn't by that definition wouldn't the people on the left that Mm -hmm. uh obviously by doing what they did and uh apparently getting 81 million people to vote for biden wouldn't they be statistically or statistic terrorists who incited the january 6 riots 
because they trolled all the Trumpsters uh, into a frenzy. Well, I'm sorry. Are you assuming that this goes both ways? That we all this yeah. doesn't I mean, go it, both ways. No, that's not how that works. Term. It's a one. I know that, but it's applied on a one-way street. We all know how this works. It only goes one way. It's it's we're the evil. They're they're never they're they can't do nothing wrong. So yeah, I, this is, I this is a one-way it, street. But, but at the same time, I mean, if they're gonna throw bullshit against the wall, there's no reason not to use mm -hmm. it against them. You know, so of course. And we could probably think of a better example than that. Like, uh, so if you're incite, inciting a violent act against a against a group or a person, um, so by your words, but so, you're not directly specifically talking, and, so and, and you're that, not so you're people that are burning down uh, anti-abortion. Um, sure, perfect facilities. Per the pro-life, the pro-life, pro yeah, pro-life facilities. facilities mm -hmm. The people that are, you know. Out, outside <clears throat> trying to terrorize U.S. you know Supreme Court justices, like they incited mm -hmm. all of that. They say get in the streets, mm -hmm. right? Or uh, Maxine Walters is that her name? Maxine Walters, the the California girl that that said we need to get in the streets and get in their face and uh, and make them uncomfortable. Yeah. Uh, Chuck Schumer, what he said about the judge, uh, I'm coming after you, Kavanaugh. You're gonna Kavanaugh. you're gonna feel the wrath. You're gonna feel the wrath of of and that that wait would like, be the wait definition. Wait till I get my glasses cleaned off. I'm coming after you, Kevin Or. <laughs> Kevin Or, you I'm don't gonna, even know what's gonna hit you. I'm gonna tell yeah. my mother. That's stochastic. That's stochastic terrorism under yeah. their own bullshit definition. But Actually, again, they know the, it's not. Gonna, it doesn't go that most, way. If anybody is the most, uh, I guess, uh, guilty of whatever this new bullshit is. They're the most egregious offenders of their own of shit. Of course. So that, that's an easy one to fucking swat down, though. Like, Of course. It, they're all easy. That None of their terms, none of their logic, none of their definitions, none of their uh, theories, none of their platforms, none of their anything is consistent and coherent and congruent. None of it. But they, have the, they got the bully pulpit. They got 90% of the media in their bag. They got... 90% of the of the TV shows, they got 90% of the newsprint, they got 90% of the magazines, they got 90% of the universities. They have control of the culture. All we have, we have this tiny little pushback on certain social medias where, where we don't get throttled and we don't get canceled. We have a Fucking tiny little platform man. to push back. But you know what? You know what's funny? You it's what do I always say it's the beach ball of truth. You can hold down a beach ball underwater for a little while, but you can't hold it there forever because the truth. Always comes out. It's always going to come up. So even though we have a tiny little fraction of uh, these outlets to get truth out, it's a huge fraction of the population. Like you talk to any random person on the street, most of them know what's going on. They know the truth. They know the bullshit. And it's out there. How's it out there when we don't own any of the, you know, any of the media and any of the, the universities and the print and the TV? Like, how's it get out there? Because the truth spreads. It just does. And, and lies spread too. But, you know, normal people can look at bullshit and smell bullshit and see bullshit and call it bullshit. You I'm know, out you, here you can in be the real world. For a little I bit. know what's right or wrong of bullshit. <laughs> yes. And it's 100%. Like, it's just 100%. So that's the new term. We're all stochastic terrorists. I can't wait till AOC picks up on this. And she's going to be like, like, 
we're there's stochastic terrorism everywhere and it's like <laughs> a big problem and oh, you know shit. like the world's gonna end in 12 years anyways but i don't want to live in a world where there's stochastic terrorism everywhere i don't feel safe in my tesla in my giant fucking <laughs> apartment in new york I don't feel safe. Don't forget about poor Abuela down there in uh, Puerto Rico where the fuck oh, it was. Abuela. Abuela, thoughts and prayers to your roof and your um. I mean, your, uh, does, if, <laughs> if y'all don't remember that story, whatever, whenever that hurricane hit, I don't remember if it was Puerto Rico, whatever fucking island, and it was a terrible tragedy. And a lot Thanks of a lot. Lost their, their Thanks lives. a lot, global warming. Yeah, a lot of people lost their lives and property and stuff, and it was terrible. <laughs> but then AOC made up a story that her poor Abuela was down there and she <clears> lost <throat> her roof and she couldn't afford a roof and this is how you know how bad the united states was because trump was president and we didn't give money to fema uh -huh. and this and that so then i can't remember who it was but uh, somebody on the right-wing media side brilliantly matt walsh he matt started walsh. yeah he started a gofundme for aoc's abuela and it <laughs> got up there man it got up there and they oh. took that money to that supposedly her abuela, which if you don't know what that means in Spanish, it's grandmother, supposedly her grandmother, to this lady, and they asked this lady, hey, you're AOC's grandma, right? She's like, no, I don't even, she's like, I'm not related to that bitch at all. She was like barely a family friend. And then she just, she just threw a name out there and said it was her abuela. And that kind of oh lie normally, you know, if it was on the other side, like you said, I mean, it would just be oh, front page news. Scandalous. Yes, front page. But it just gets fucking forgotten about. You know, just the same like you just brought up the twelve year. The world's <laughs> gonna end in twelve years. That's what that's what she wanted you to believe about global warming or whatever the fuck they call it now. I don't even think, I don't even think they use that term anymore. Whatever the fuck they call it. Um, climate change. Yeah, that you know, because the climate's only been changing. I don't know for fucking ever. This used to be a molten ball of fucking lava the whole thing but either way wow people a lot of white privilege over lot, there on that a microphone a lot. lot of white privilege <laughs> right now <laughs> people if you don't understand how um global climate actually works or changing big enough for us, <clears throat> bigly enough for us not to exist <clears throat> anymore let me let you in a little secret if we were 12 years out from not being here as a species because <laughs> of climate i'm not talking about Nuclear war could happen at any time. We could wipe ourselves off because we're a bunch of dumb monkeys anyway. So we could definitely do it ourselves at any time. We are that yeah, stupid. Monkey. But from a climate perspective, <clears throat> if we were 12 years out, we would already be past where Mercury is now. It would already be over with. Like we'd be, you know, within another 100 years or so of being swallowed up by the fucking sun. So I promise you. <clears throat> 12 years, nobody's going to be here 12 years out. At the 12 year mark, nobody will be here. Probably at the fucking thousand year mark, nobody's going to fucking be here. So, and I always, I always like to give, anytime this topic comes up, I always like to give our famous swimming pool comparison, like just to, just to put things in per, into perspective. <laughs> we always have new listeners. So, the, the swimming pool effect for global warming. Imagine you're in a swimming pool, it's a fairly big swimming pool. Okay. You got, you got, handful of kids on one end it's you got adults huge. on the yeah. other biggest pool it's a, it, Big okay rate. everybody knows everybody knows that i know big swimming pools and the best at <laughs> swimming pools I, I, <laughs> listen and so you got adults on one side kids on one side and you know 
the the adults are being responsible. They're getting out of the pool. They're peeing. They're they're getting out. They're peeing. They're coming back in. They're being responsible. Fuck that. Uh, okay, this is a, this is just a metaphor. I don't really do this. I piss all <laughs> in the pool. So, but the, the the point is, the kids on the other end are peeing like fucking crazy. They're never getting out. They're not even thinking about it. It's not even like what what do you mean get out? Of course I'm peeing in the pool, mom and dad. Shut up. I'm playing. That's what that's what they're doing down there on that end. And the point is. If America and like just say Great Britain or Germany, you get a handful of countries on this side of the world, quote unquote, pool, and they're doing the right thing, but you get all the other countries on the other end of the pool and they're just pissing like crazy, you're not cleaning up the pool because it's all circulating a bunch of shit. So it's it's a great analogy, great metaphor to uh, to explain global warming. It's not that it's not that we hate the earth we want the earth to last a long time but nobody in this generation in these this tiny little fraction of time that we're on this earth you think about the ego and the narcissism it takes it is a moment of time but think about the narcissism <laughs> it takes to think that this generation we're gonna fix global warming we are this yeah. in, in this generation we're gonna fix like the narcissism in that and of course it's a ruse it's not they don't really think that they just they're using the the global morning warming to you know sign all these trillion dollar bills get all the government funding from us from the taxpayers to you know pl play government they're just playing government get our in, money play in government. the 70s it was uh the earth was cooling at too rapid of a rate and that was their big fucking rouge for yeah it was going to be the ice age we're going to we're going to live on the ice we're age going go into another ice age so yeah and in your in in the pool analogy by using the countries you use basically that means there's like four adults in the pool and because <laughs> china and india and all those countries over there there's oh my nine million children yeah. to every four adults so nine million kids are pissing in the pool and four yeah, adults i can are feel like, their piss four adults are like hey Bobby, i can feel uh, it now I, i'll get my own bear i gotta get out and pee anyway let's just I, i'll come get it Four adults are no, doing that. Yeah, it, it's so many kids. Children. The water is yellow. There's so many fucking kids. I can there. feel the wave. The golden shower wave is just coming over to to it's our like side of the pool. Being it's in just the fucking gross. lazy river in any water park that has one, like you're just floating in a gigantic river of fucking piss. Now it's cycling mm. really, really hard, and it, they're pumping mm -hmm. so many fucking chemicals out there. You might turn out green. Either way. You are floating in a ginormous amount of fucking piss, and that's what we're yeah. doing in the environment. I love that analogy. I love that that metaphor, but I also love that AOC can get on a camera, much like Fauci, and just spew this shit into the ether. And they still—I mean, Fauci's, Fauci's not even voted on, but she she keeps winning elections. I don't know how she does it, but yeah. you know. I don't Whatever. Know, I don't Imagine know. waking up. Go ahead. I was just say I don't. I don't know how you can take her seriously after she said that. Again, I I know people miss you know misspeak or whatever. You could be wrong about <clears> something. <throat> um, you, you got your facts a little bit crossed over. Or whatever. Sure. You know, they, have to, they have to give a bunch of, of interviews. You can misspeak. You could say that I, I'll forgive anything like that. Mix up of words or whatever. Mm -hmm. But when you say something as ridiculous as we're going to all be dead. In 12 years, like there is no like. the party of science, there is zero science to support well, anything within a thousand years of that. 
of course, she's already come out and said that that was taken out of context and the Republicans are pouncing on that. Yeah. And that's not exactly what she meant. And, you know, when she because she talks like a fucking teenager and she tells all the likes and well, like, I mean, maybe her maybe when she's but saying she like, like, that's her way of saying, I don't really know what I'm talking about. But she said like literally 12 years. Oh, well, it's in the quote, like literally 12 years. So my. She, like, one of guess, my favorite I guess literally clip. doesn't mean anything. <laughs> no, like literally, literally does not like mean anything. So one of my favorite <laughs> clips, <laughs> one of my favorite, one of my favorite clips from AOC, and I can't remember this. This may have been so early in her career that she was actually going on partisan interviews, and I don't remember the person who was interviewing her. But again, it was early in her career, so she, you know, she went on a. Uh, a partisan show and got asked real questions and she was talking about geopolitics or she was talking about specifically i think the israel and palestine uh you know conflict and that you know we all know how how convoluted that is and how complicated it is it's, it's extremely complicated like you know it's been going on for thousands of years and you know we still can't figure it out anyway she was going on and on about that and and you can look this up like it's out there for everybody the reporter and she said something very vague and just vanilla, I mean, just just, just the talking point. She was just hitting a, a normal talking point, and the host said, can you, you were, can what you just said, can you expand on that? What do you mean by that? Simple follow-up. Like, can you just expand a little bit more on what you're talking about? She was like, oh, well, I mean, I'm not like a geopolitical expert. I, I, I think I've hit my limit on what I know. Like, she was just very <laughs> like, wait a minute, a follow-up? What do you mean? What do I mean? Yeah. I, I come out here and I say generic one-liners and you just accept it. And we move on to the next thing that I get to just say a generic one-liner. Don't ask me to back my statements up with thought and reason. How, how dare you? How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> yeah, that's why it's right there. Funny. Um, well, <laughs> she's, she's Hispanic, but yeah. No, I meant it was white privilege by the reporter, I'm sure, for asking her a follow-up oh, question. Oh, yeah. How dare her? How dare uh, that reporter? Yeah, she just gets to get, get out there and say words, just like Kamala can get out there and just <clears throat> fucking say words. She mm. The other day on the microphone, she said, like, a whole lot of words and string them does together, she, and none of them mean anything. Yeah. Does, does she really say – I mean, again, my, my stance on Kamala is, and I'll stick with it until proven otherwise – she doesn't know the next word coming out of her mouth until she actually says <laughs> the next word that's coming oh, out of shit. her mouth. Like she, <laughs> either she can't fucking read or she's just really ignorant on the topics and she has to slow it down to a pace where you would think she doesn't mess up her words. However, as we've seen for a year and a half, mm, not going too well. Not too good. Not bigly. Not bigly at mm -hmm. all. She's she not. Everybody knows that I give the best press conferences. <laughs> People are saying, they, they, they talk, they say that maybe I'm the best press conference person ever. <laughs> I don't know. That may be too far. But Kamala, Kamala, she's horrible. She's the worst. <laughs> I don't know about the worst. So fucking Karen Jean's pretty bad. Um, now, Karen Jean. Now, Karen Jean. <laughs> 
I just want I just want uh what's his name fucking uh Ducey to start whipping. You need her to like- you need to tell people who Karen Jean is. They don't know her as Karen Jean, so you're gonna have to like explain oh. the Karen Jean. So um uh, the White House press secretary, the tiny um lesbian lady, and that she's fucking mm. tiny. Like she is like circus midget small. She's like her mm-hmm. and Kyler Murray make a great match. <clears throat> They could probably like replicate each other. She's not as fat. There's no way she's as fast as him, though. No fucking way. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's and how's her name work. pronounced? Uh, it's uh, what what is it? John. <laughs> it is <clears throat> it is Karine Jean Pierre. Yeah, Karine, and of course Karine we call her and Karen now, Jean. Bitch, your name is Karen Jean. Don't try to fucking church mm-hmm. it up. I don't know where you're from. Ain't no churching it up around here, Joe. Nobody fucking called you. Nobody fucking called you that. Karen Jean Pierre. Your name's fucking Karen Jean, and you're full of shit. I wish Douchey would like start fucking just whipping her with that. Like, now Karen Jean, come on now. You know that ain't true. That ain't true. I don't think you're telling me the truth. I don't think you're telling me the truth. I think we just need like (laughs) one fucking guy in there, like one like dude that's really smart, but like do the southern draw really good. And it's like a Karen Jean. Now I, you... I say, I say, Karen Jean, I don't think you're telling me the truth now. I think you're lying to me. And uh, I will sample it. He doesn't have to go foghorn or leghorn on it, buddy. <laughs> I say, I say no. Oh, man. Oh, because no, you put a guy in there and he's going to slip up and say the word boy. And then the, the whole thing's fucking over with because that was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know. Let's that's not... that's my that's my uh, southern racist uh, yeah Confederate voice. It's but if we know. just had one guy like you know even even like a if you had like the George like this Savannah now Karen Jean you know <laughs> you know that's just not true you know, like have one of those fucking voices up like anybody to talk like that but like you know I actually <laughs> kind of sound like about. I sound a little like MLK a little MLK coming out there well that's he had the same accent it's the same accent if you're white or black it's, it's a regional fucking accent like it's just mm-hmm. that they have that well, they have that sound like it's like it's that fucking um, it's almost like they fucking hum or sing every fucking it's thing. awesome it's fucking awesome it's a it's a great, a great dialect accent. and yeah, I love it. And, uh, you know, that would be a, uh, I mean, I have a dream, much like MLK, that one day <laughs> Karen Jean will get up there and actually tell the truth, but that's not going to happen. So, fuck you know. no, there's no money in that shit. And, you know, she knows that she's done as soon as these, you know, <clears throat> two years or whatever the fuck she has left is up and she's going to need a job and a landing spot. By the way, I didn't realize there was like a non compete. Between that job and the media, apparently that's how much they're in the cahoots that uh, old fucking Saki hasn't <laughs> landed anywhere. She's not socking it to us. Oh, uh, they have to wait a certain time period? I mean, I don't know that for, to be a fact, but where is she at? Like, Saki <clears throat> just disappeared. Maybe she's like, they got to hide her for a while, like, because they got like, okay. All right, Saki, you got it. Uh, you got it pretty bad there for a minute. So how about we fucking stash you for a little <clears throat> while? Then we'll bring you back, you know, a few months later. I don't know what the, I don't know what they're waiting on because again there shouldn't be a non-compete between a government office and a media job. Now if you go from MSNBC to CNN, right, yes, there's right, a non-compete right. period. That that's just how that in, for whatever reason that industry has such stupid ass rules. I mean even if you change from radio station to radio station, <clears throat> a local market or otherwise it doesn't matter. There's still like 
hey, yeah, we know uh, you got offered a better job, but uh, you know what? For six months, you can't do shit. So if they're willing to wait six months to get you, then yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Like, it's so uh, fucking uh, lame. Like, these not uh, It's a weird thing. It is. It is. They're going to circle back. They're going to circle back to uh, to to uh, old, old Red. That, that was her famous. Uh, oh, the, the fire crop? That was her famous back? line. When, no, remember her famous line? Oh, yeah, circle back. We gotta circle when she back first started, before she got settled, like, she got really talented. She did get talented at the end. She was lying her oh, ass yeah. off, but she was a talented liar. But when she first started, like her uh, nervous tick was, uh, you know what, back. Peter? Uh, d- you know, Deucey, I'm going to circle back to you on that. I'm going to circle back. I'm going to circle back. Circle back. Circle back. Like it was yeah. just, she was over her head. But she, to her credit, she settled in. She became a, she became a wonderful liar yeah. and a spin artist. So, uh, but oh, Karen Jean. Karen Jean. I don't see it. Yeah, she's still struggling. <clears throat> and, even though she's not looking at the book as much when I watch her now, but she still refused. But she, now she, so instead of circling back, she just defiantly refuses to answer questions. <laughs> she's like, you know what, Peter, we're not going to address that. I'm not going to address that from this platform. Yeah. I'm like, bitch, what like other platform question. is it? I like just, I just don't like the, I don't like your question, Peter. I don't like it. So I'm going to choose to not, uh, give in to your stochastic terrorism, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose to oh, not answer your question. Says that I'm shit my pants. Oh my god, it's coming! I'm telling you, it is yeah. coming. It'll be out there. Yeah, she fucking sit there. Um, she's like, no, I'm I'm just I'm just not gonna answer that question from this platform. I'm just not, we're not gonna answer that question. Then she said, we we're not gonna answer. Like, bitch, you got a mouse in your pocket? Who the fuck is we? I'm talking to you. First of all, second of all, there is no other goddamn platform. You are the spokesperson for the fucking. It's the wrong platform. It's both Sevis. It's the wrong platform. Well, get that Not bitch a bigger one. platform or something. Maybe I don't she can know. See all the way to the back of the room. Just the wrong. Give her another step. Look. <laughs> we can circle back and maybe find a better platform, but this is oh, not shit. the right platform to answer this one. Um, speaking of people who need to find a different platform, I can promise you is our old uh, Fab Five friend, Jalen Rose. Did you see what he said about Mount Rushmore? I did see that dumbass shit. Oh, my God. Okay, so <clears throat> I, I figured you would. Let me just read the quote, and then we can we can hash it out because – on the list of things that I love to challenge and poke the bear on, it's it's trans people and that whole movement and the indigenous people. And it's, and it's, it's nothing directly against trans people. It's nothing directly against the Native Americans. Uh, but shit's gone crazy. Shit's gone a little overboard. It's gotten out of control. And when that happens, you get quotes like this. I quote Jalen Rose. I want to continue to challenge myself and challenge you to do something Wait, does that that's that has quotations? So that's that's got to be it. Can we can we retire using Mount Rushmore? That should be offensive to all of us, especially Native Americans, Indigenous people, who were the first people here before Christopher Columbus. Uh, that land was stolen from them when it was discovered that it contained gold. So, <clears throat> both Stevens, you got the floor. Take it away on whichever part of this just idiocy that you want to attack first well i think the main difference between the uh alphabet soup people and the uh indigenous people is the indigenous people aren't out there doing this bullshit true in fact when they took the redskins and the indians name away 
They weren't really <clears throat> fucking involved. Has there been sporadic fucking, you know, over the years, here and there protests? Yeah, I can remember being a kid during the Braves' great run of the 90s, and there were some Indian people then that were protesting the chop. So I, mm-hmm. you know, still in our culture, appropriate. And we were kind of like, yeah, you get the fuck out of here. That's awesome. So still um, is awesome. Still is awesome. Um, you know, they didn't, you know, everybody's want there. They tried to call for the Florida state thing, but you know, they give too much money to the Seminole tribe. So the Seminoles are like, <laughs> yeah, you can go fuck yourself. That dude can yeah, hide that fucking horse all over the place. Throw it as many spears That's as he fucking awesome. wants to. Also awesome. Yeah. Their football team isn't awesome anymore, but that is awesome. Mm. Yeah. It's not even, Yikes. it's not even the Indians <clears throat> or who or whatever you want to call them. Native Americans out there fucking protesting. It's just, it, that movement is literally nothing but virtue <laughs> signaling bullshit. Because has anybody, which I don't know how much more you could do for them. First of all, if you don't know this, if you're Native American over a certain percentage in this country, you get any public school in America, any public school, college, free. It's free of charge. You can go get a degree of no cost to you, period. There are so many fucking programs that they have that other people don't. I'm not saying they don't deserve them, but I am saying they don't take fucking mm-hmm. advantage of them because they don't graduate from college. They don't even go to fucking college. And no because you can't of- govern, you cannot govern equality. You cannot govern equality. It's impossible. Go but ahead. Beyond that, what they're trying to do <clears throat> is just this woke virtue signaling bullshit, which is the same thing with changing Redskins' name, changing the Indians' name, taking away fucking mascots, this fucking idiot talking about Mount Rushmore, that is going to do nothing, nothing for those people. Now, what is the answer to help those people? I have no fucking idea. I'm not a fucking psychologist. I'm not a fucking social reformist. I don't know what the answer is. Obviously, nobody has known what the answer is. They don't know what the fucking answer is because nothing ever fucking changes. They're the worst at everything. Literally, they are the league. But... I mean, how do you change your culture? I don't know. They have to be it, willing to change. It's it the culture's job. To, it's the yeah. culture's job to can, to change the culture. Like it's the same. It's the same thing as. And, and, and that's interesting that you took this quote and took it to the modern day uh, Indians, which I uh, I was going to take it to a different direction, and I will when we get done with it. Um, but yeah, that no, you again, you cannot govern culture. You cannot govern people into a better culture. You can help. A little bit and and you know we don't we're not like complete anarchists and don't and believe in like no government help whatsoever but the over just the overdoing of you can't fix a whole culture with government programs they're the best example they're literally the best example of how you cannot fix a culture with government programs it has to come from the people they live rent free they fucking you know get money every month to eat they never, mm-hmm. I mean, they don't have to have jobs. <clears throat> you know, of course, a lot of them do. They don't have to. And like I said, they, all their kids can go to college for free. Mm-hmm. But yet, it's almost like, they? it's almost like if you make, if you make things too easy for people, it almost, it's almost like it makes them lazy. Kind of like when you, you send them free money in the mail, it makes them, I don't know, not want to work. It's kind of like a human you know, we're humans and that's kind of what we do. I mean, look, obviously in this, this I'm going to, this is going to transition to the way I was taking this quote. Yes. Their land was stolen. We all know that their land was stolen, but who is they, who is the, they, when in his quote, uh, 
you know, was it that land was stolen from them? Who's them? Uh, uh, were, were Indians in the entire continent a monolith? Were they all one people living in peace from coast to coast, top to bottom? Fuck no. They stole this land over and over and over from each other. They constantly conquered each other, took over, had wars against each other. The, the Indians were constantly in battle over land and territory. So what do you mean it was stolen? Of course it was stolen. All land is, no land is owned. We don't own the land you're sitting in on right now. If you're at home and you're listening and you, you have a mortgage, you think you own that land? You don't own that land. Someone can come and take it from you. You only have it while you are protecting it. If you don't protect land, no matter where it is, it is up to be taken from you. It's the way it's always been since the first humans were around. You never own land. So did we take it? Yes. We had better technology. We had better, you know, this and that. We took it. And, and, and not we, not me and you, but people evolved, came along, and they took it. Just like they took it from the person that had it before them, and the person for them took it from them. That's the way it works. So when I read quotes like this, like, oh, we took it from them. Who the fuck is them? Who are you going to give it back to? You, which, which tribe at which period of time throughout the human history of this continent, who do you give it back to? It's just a ridiculous statement. It's, it does nothing but divide people. It, it deflects from the actual men on that mountain who uh, did great things uh, to, to progress this country and to get it to where we are today, where we get to enjoy all these awesome things that we have, like Jalen Rose sitting on TV saying stupid shit like this and having no repercussions. That's because of the groundwork that was laid from the Giants before him. Um, so it's, it was ignorant. Uh, in, in so many ways, even though a lot of the things he said in the actual statement weren't necessarily untrue, they're just ignorant and, and void of any historical knowledge whatsoever of what took place in this country and, and the actual, the, the way humans are. Like, we will take land. If, if, just like Russia. What's Russia doing? They saw weakness. They felt weakness from the big boy in the block, which is us. They saw weakness. They felt it. They, they're pushing in. They're taking some land. Because they didn't, Ukraine doesn't own it. It can be taken. So, anyways, that's that's my whole that's my whole spiel on this whole, you know, it, taking land bullshit. It's such fucking. It's so stupid. It's so dumb. It's just like I said. It's it's just more of the empty, woke, fucking mm -hmm. just virtue signaling bullshit. Like it has again, he, has he gotten pushback? No, dude, everybody killed him. Everybody fucking killed oh, him. Oh, did they? Well, yeah, that's so, good. Because it was the yeah. dumbest, like, it was almost like a woke heat check. Because he could say a lot of dumb <laughs> shit on his show. So, he, like, he went for the woke heat check. He's like, man, I've been fucking, Kobe. I've, been, I've been draining him. Let me see if I can get this 35-footer. Ha, <laughs> ah, Mountain Rushmore sucks. <laughs> Ow, clank that bitch. God damn. <laughs> uh -huh. I mean, like I said, dude, and it was, it was kind of funny because I said the same thing when they changed the name of the Redskins. Like, okay. If you tell me they changed the name and then I see any improvement, any improvement from the Native American culture, if they go up any, you know, if they get a little bit less, you know, drug addicts, a little less teen pregnancy, a little less suicide, a little less alcoholism, a little less fucking poverty, mm -hmm. if they can make any improvement at all because mm -hmm. you took the fucking name down and the symbol, if that makes anybody's life any better, Fine. It's almost like the fucking Sodom and Gomorrah story. We finally fucking, uh, what's his name, had to come uh, back to God. I was like, because first he asked for like, uh, oh, if I could find 
a thousand good men. If I can find a hundred good men. If I can find ten good men. <laughs> and then finally he's like, God, if I could find one good man. Just one. Just, just one. one. If I could find one, would you please not blow up these two fucking towns? And God's like, fine. Go find one virtuous man. Mm. Mm-hmm. And he went back and he's like, fuck it, I'm out. I can't do it. I can't fucking fuck him, I guess. I guess, uh, I guess do your thing, God, do your thing. And of course, his dumbass wife, of course, she would, she would be the one that didn't fucking listen. She'd be the Mm -hmm. one. They told, he told her, hey, don't fucking turn around. Oh, you dumb bitches. God said, don't turn around. You dumb bitches. Turn around. Bad thing's going to happen. Just don't turn around. What does this dumb bitch do? Turns around, boom, pillar of salt. See, you can't teach women anything. (laughs) Mm. I mean, it's, Fucking women, like I mean, it's kind of like a know your. It's just a know your role thing. Like he, I mean, we, we have it. We got things under control. Get back in the kitchen. Somebody needs a sandwich somewhere. There's probably a piece of dust on the floor. Get to it. Let us do what we do. We're you know, gonna handle this. You know, it's funny if uh, what if he actually like really didn't like her, and he's like, hey, hey, honey, why don't you turn back and see what's going on back there? That sounds dangerous, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Obviously, I'm jo- I'm joking. We don't hate women that much. Um, it's kind of kind of a love hate thing. I don't know. It's it's it's, it's a fine most, line. It's mostly it's, love. It's just like there's so many examples that you just if you just you know, you ladies are too curious for your own good. Sometimes is all I'm gonna say. Yeah, yeah. They're they're out of control. Like they're just they're you're out of control. We need to bring it back to a little normalization. <laughs> You know, you're, you're getting too big for your britches. And, um, yeah, just don't ever forget that we're the dominant, we're the dominant species. I mean, it's, just, it's, it's science. Okay. It's, it's just science. science. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got a whole list of other stuff. I know we're, I know we're basically out of time, so I'll, I'll just package the rest for, for a different time. So unless, unless you've got something else quick you want to get into. Mm, yeah, actually one real quick thing. Uh, the new game of Thrones, I think starts this Sunday. The dragon, what? Some shit, yeah. New Game the, of Thrones. Yeah, it's a prequel to the Game of Thrones. It's like the dragon. It's basically the story of the Targaryens back when they still had when dragons were a, a normal thing, not like oh my god, there's a fucking dragon, like way back in the day. I, I did not hear about this. Yeah, so it starts this Sunday. HBO. Uh, yes, of course HBO. Uh, but here's my fear in all the previews that I've seen. I haven't seen anything that would lead me to believe that there's going to be an excessive amount of tits in this prequel. And I'm going to tell the good people at HBO right now, you better not forget. There's going to be tits. You better not forget what buttered your bread because we only all started watching that show because there were an excessive amount of beautiful fucking tits. There better be some goddamn titties on Sunday or I'm going to be fucking pissed and we'll talk about it on this podcast next week. So don't, don't forget who made you famous? They won't. All the dudes. They won't. And you can almost, I can almost guarantee you somebody dies. There's going to be somebody that dies that's, that appears to be one of the main characters very quickly and lots and lots of tits. Uh, so I'm assuming this is about the Mad King. They used to call him the Mad King on the no, uh, show. That, that, that was in their time. This is like thousand years. Like this is way back oh. when the Targaryens like really ruled everything where everybody had blonde hair. Everybody had fucking dragons. Like, oh. it's like Oprah. You so it's a, a white you privilege. A, a lot of white privilege show. It's definitely it's, it's the white privilege hair, version. Of fucking Aryans coming in and taking over <laughs> the fucking Game of Thrones. Like, we can't escape 
fucking white people anywhere. Now they're taking over Game of Thrones. It's just fucking. They all got dragons. Yeah. These honky motherfuckers. Fine. Fine. Whatever. Just show me some tits. That's all I'm saying. Don't mm. fuck. Don't fuck this up. Don't fuck it up. That's all I'm I saying. I want to see. I want to see an ass as good as Emily Clark, who played uh, the Dragon Queen. She has to have some sort. Khaleesi. There has to be some sort of lineage. And even though she wasn't, was she Targaryen? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, she had a little piece. Yeah. So there's got to be some lineage up in that thousand years of developing those perfect, that perfect Emily Clark ass. Yeah. I want to see a uh, great, 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 great grandma fucking uh, Khaleesi. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> yes. See before those titties got saggy. Way mm-hmm. before. Way mm. before. I'm about to. I'm about to watch that. That was a good. That was a good. Uh, yeah. Good update. Everybody needs to check that and out. Watch. So, so it's it's Game of Thrones. What are they calling it, by the way? Uh, man, I can't fucking something about the dragon. Time's a dragon. You're the okay. dragon. I fucking whatever the the dragon Game of Thrones. And then, of course, let's all watch Hard Knocks with with my Detroit Lions. Who, if you're not listening to FGH, uh, we have started those podcasts up for to get ready for the preseason. We're previewing all the uh, divisions, and we have not got to the NFC. What are they in? The North? North. The Kings of the North. The Kings King of the North. North. The Detroit Lions are Kings of the North. <laughs> it's coming, baby. It is coming. Yeah, they're going to end up like all those Stark boys. It ain't going to go well for them. <laughs> you shut your ass. You shut your ass. All right, boys and girls, that has been episode 15 of the Bastards of Babylon. It's our quinceanera. Subscribe. Okay. Subscribe. We're officially Subscribe. women now. We've we've graduated. We're officially grown women, ready to procreate mm-hmm. and have all the bambinos. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I think let's that's Italian. It. Let's anyway. fucking, let's do it. <laughs> Subscribe, baby. Uh, the Revolution Network, this show, uh, the I Mean It podcast, Football and Freedom, my boy Longhorn, and FGH has started rolling First episode last week, seven episode. You might be watching this one right Let's now. Saying, Holy shit, it's fucking already up here. And it just might be by the time we get this one up there. So uh, that's it, boys and girls. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Yeah.